0: Hey, people, welcome to The Under Review Show. This is Damon D. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Well, we just went through a nice little uh, NBA All-Star weekend there, didn't we? Hopefully you made some money off of uh, listening to our podcast. Um, Not me, of course, but listening to some of the people on the podcast, you may have made some money. Today's show is the aftermath episode of The Under Review Show. What are we doing here? Well, we're going to talk about what we talked about last week. And we're going to talk about how we did. And we're going to talk about what happened. We're going to talk about where we went right and where we went wrong. That's what happens every Tuesday here on the Under Review Show. Of course, podcast brought to you by betonline.ag. Uh, BetOnline um, are happy to give us all the latest odds, all the, all the futures, all the props, all the inside information. You will get nowhere else. Um, and as well, they offer a uh, delicious little promo code. If you would like to sign up, in the sign-up section when you deposit, you add promo code REVIEW. Get yourself some extra money as a deposit bonus for listening to the show and going to there from here. I, of course, and Damon D., your host, and joining me as they do every single week are my two uh, sports betting aficionados, um, Mr. Eric Rosenthal and Mr. Sean Pfeiffer. Eric, uh, welcome back to the program. How did you enjoy your All-Star Weekend?
1: NBA All-Star Weekend is back. It was the best game we've had since, hmm. I think it was 2001. Mm -hmm. uh what was the last time we had a game this good the the dunk contest is back it may have been rigged we can talk about that in a little bit but it was an exciting dunk contest three-point contest was fun um it was just an overall good weekend Sad with some moments about kobe but um you know fun making some money on that game we can talk about the the new strategies but want to hear uh what sean's got to say about
2: all star weekend
0: yeah fife uh, let us know how to do how to do for you
2: Not the best, uh, to be 100% (laughs) honest. It was was not the best weekend for me. But I'll say this, there were a lot of takes that I felt great about and uh, still would bet the exact same way if the All-Star game were to happen again this next weekend. Ah, uh, super excited for the NBA to be back in full force. It's We're now hitting kind of the that fun right before playoff stride. Uh, the second half of the season. We're actually a little bit further than than a halfway through the season. Um, we'll see. We'll see how it all plays out. I'm excited for today's show because we have we have a really fun all-Star game to recap. This was, I think in my entire lifetime, this was my favorite all-Star weekend. that's it's pretty bold. Uh, we had a lot of good ones. I mean during the Michael Jordan era and, and also, I mean, of course, the Vince Carter dunk contest and so many others in between. I think this was my favorite weekend that I've ever watched NBA All-Star basketball. I really do.
0: Yeah, I mean it it, it definitely you you know, for me we talked about it last week too and how it's just it always does not exceed expectations, you know. It's like we we yeah. all have like long elephant-like memories where we just go back to like did you realize that the Vince Carter dunk contest was 20 years ago?
2: Insane. You know what I mean? And so like crazy. it feels, it feels like, like it was yesterday, right? Yeah,
0: well it's it was so big it's just resonated today cuz you're always like waiting for that to happen again cuz it was yeah. so mind-blowing, but it just doesn't. It just everything sucks about everything. You know it has um as of <laughs> late. Like it just it just it does. Now this dunk contest was actually pretty good. I mean, it was uh, it was as good as it could be without being one of those earth-shattering, meteoric, yeah. like, explosion dunk contests. That's about as high as the bar can get. What it didn't have was, like, a you know, some holy shit moments at all in it. It really didn't. Um, but it definitely was, I'd say, maxed out without having a holy shit moment, um, which is really good. I mean, uh, as for the skills competitions, they were all right, but that all-star game you're absolutely right i keep forgetting to talk to so people about it around the water so cooler good. today it's like um it's like that was actually really good they were really getting into it um ended a bit like hilariously but uh that being said uh there was one hell of a game like the format didn't get in the way of itself which i thought it had potential to do you know what i mean where it's like it'd get a bit confusing and you wouldn't really get you'd be too worried about being like what do they have to do now why? Are they doing that? Oh, okay. They're scoring. I don't know what the hell's going on. It didn't. It was just kind of like having that target score of 157 right at the end, just like in your face. And that was awesome, I think, for the players. I think for, for fans when they just had it flashing across the screen. It was super cool. Uh, Eric, your thoughts on uh, on the whole weekend and especially that All-Star game, the actual game itself, came back, I, I believe. I believe you're right there.
1: Yeah, I, I thought the the weekend was great. The dunk contest... There's like only so far these guys can go. They're doing things that are like out of this world, and then it seems like almost normal to us. Maybe just like the YouTube era where you can see every highlight on demand. But um, so those dunks were just amazing. I, I think Aaron Gordon was robbed uh, from a second dunk contest championship, in my opinion. But he was amazing. Derek Jones Jr. was amazing. I Dwayne Wade. Uh, there needs to be congressional investigation into him. But the All Star game was was beautiful. Um, the Elam ending, as it's called. Uh, where they had, they called it the target score, yeah, uh, is a better way to end sports games. I've have always yeah. thought that, and uh, I I was tweeting about it. I, th- I think people are going to like it a lot, and it turned out almost perfectly. The only thing that was wrong was the game shouldn't end on a free throw. That's just uh, an unfun, un- unfair way. Yeah, uh, to win such a fun game like that. Was Embiid chirping, um, at Anthony Davis telling him to miss
0: them? Like they they, they had some words. Was. Hey. What was that? I think
2: he was. Yeah, I think he like, was saying,
0: "Hey, man, just miss those, and let's just play this out."
2: You yeah. know, they should have done. I mean, if they're really because they're a lot of their goal was to go to kind of like the schoolyard, you know, the blacktop version, like street basketball, and in implementing that, right? Because when you're playing street basketball, you're you're trying to get to that hard number. Uh, as opposed to any sort of a, a yeah, clock or any sort of like, anything yeah. else, yeah, right. First it's the 10, first team to 11, get to, to twenty one, yeah. right? Exactly. Um, I would like to see them. You know, you have to win by three. You know, I think that that would yes, solve kind of the free so throw. Good. Yeah, right. you got to win by three. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, how many games? How many games up to twenty one ended up to being like thirty five? Because you're like, oh, always right? Because yeah. you got to win by two or whatever it was. We didn't we didn't count yeah. threes, right? It was two points. You get twos right. from outside, and we'd be like, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I thought that was really interesting, but it worked. And, and, and that being said, it was a bit, I mean, maybe I, I can't say confusing, but it was just, it was a bit confusing where I was just like, I don't know how this is going to work out. How are going to explain this in real time when I'm trying to enjoy the game? And they're like, this is what's got to go on. Um, the, the, the winning of the quarters, I guess I got, but that real target of 157 that ended up being at the end was, was really, really fun to watch and to see the guys actually go for it. Actually going for it. instead of just like oh yeah whatever da 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 there were so many fouls like they were playing defense it was that's why it kind of maybe that was the worst part of the all star game is that there were so many fouls at the end because nobody expected them to play defense and they never did and they were and they was like oh shit that's a foul like we got to call this now we're actually they're actually playing we got to start
2: actually officiating this
1: Kyle Lowry taking chargers and <coughs> chargers
2: in an all star game. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome because that's who he is. That's that's literally like if you think of Kyle Lowry as an all star, he's a flopper. He, he like, like that's who he is. So you want to you want him to be his true self when all the cameras are on him. Right. I mean, come on. Yeah. It,
0: it, anyways, it yeah. ended up being quite,
2: quite entertaining.
0: <laughs> Overall. It was awesome
2: to watch. Yeah. Really awesome to watch. That was, again, that was my favorite all-star game. game In recent memory for that sure. I've ever, yeah, that I've ever watched. Uh, it was super competitive, and I, I hope that they keep the same rules moving into next year. It's going mm-hmm. to be interesting to see if they just did it for Kobe this year. Hey, really quick, D, and, and also you, Eric, I'm curious to hear y'all's thoughts on this. This is something that I talked about a little bit off the record uh, and, and with some, some buddies about the game itself and about the weekend itself. I know that they did a lot for Kobe, and I thought that the pregame intro that comment did was again. I mean, I hate to use so much hyperbole on on the podcast, but I, I really think it was the best that I've ever seen. Outside of that, I just felt like, and maybe I'm totally in the minority here. I felt like they didn't do enough for Kobe, and and maybe that's crazy, maybe that's insane. But I, I just, I guess, I was just expecting more. Did did you guys walk away from everything kind of thinking that? I, I just thought it was going to be such a Ah, something insane that we would see this all- star break. And you know, outside of the intro, the common did, which you know, it involved Michael Jordan and everybody else too. So it wasn't just about Kobe. I didn't really feel like they did enough. Maybe I'm completely on an island by myself here,
0: well, yeah, I think Gee. I think everybody kind of had their own like personal tributes going at the same time, yeah, but yeah, in terms in terms of my expectation was that it was going to like be the Kobe show for yep. for a while. Yeah, I would say that they definitely wasn't. It, you definitely weren't just like It definitely had uh some overarching Kobe-ness to it, but yeah, in terms of it being like the Kobe All-Star game, um you're right. They didn't they it didn't really feel that way. I really liked that they uh renamed the trophy after him, though. That was pretty cool. I did
2: too. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was awesome. That was fitting. I
1: mean Kobe's a four four-time All-Star MVP. I believe I mean, 18 so. straight or really something, fitting.
0: too, which was really cool. Like I didn't I didn't actually remember that that he he'd made like 18 straight All-Star games, basically, since he was a kid. So that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that's outrageous. Um, uh, Changing gears a little bit, uh, betting tip for y'all. Three straight years, they've had a draft uh, for the All-Star game since changing the rules. And all three years, Team LeBron has gone on to win the All-Star game. And uh, all jokes aside, I mean, he's had 15 years of being a GM experience in the NBA so far. So uh, I just see next year, you know, tip, bet on Team LeBron again until he shows uh, – I mean his GM skills are are pretty darn good. He traded for Anthony Davis. Now he drafts another all-star team that wins. Uh, bet on Team LeBron next year, free money. Yeah,
0: I mean he seems unbeatable when it comes to the uh, – <laughs> Being the being the GM, I guess the pseudo GM of that. I really think they need to change the format still, though. I do
2: too. You know
0: what I they got to do? They should just do actual fantasy scoring for each team. <laughs> like, I like that. Yeah, like the, you get you get points for points, you get points for three points, but the points for assists, right? Yeah. Like what what's, what are the categories in basketball for scoring that would apply well to an All Star game? Like what? Do, what do oh,
2: he, you get? Blocks, you get steals, blocks, three point shots, steals, rebounds. Yeah, three
0: point. You get <laughs> rebounds. You get points. It, like make the score like two seventy eight to like. You you know what I mean? Like have an actual fantasy score so you can like, you can you can actually like handicap as as the GM when LeBron's selecting his team like what angle he wants to go at and fill fill the holes based on. Based on points yeah. for each each thing, and not just the points of the game. I think that's what you're doing, right? You're getting you're getting guys that are all stars for certain reasons. Let's give them all their their just, you know, their due respect, and have yeah. this.
1: I think you just, just solved the Pro Bowl more than anything.
0: Yeah, this yeah better it's, better, it's,
2: it's
1: better, yeah. In yeah. Yeah. better in football. It's
0: actually better in football. Yeah, a hundred percent better in football.
2: But why did they I mean, I get it like they want to have people play with players that they don't normally get a chance to. So they wanted to get away from the East and West model. And the West was just so dominant for so many years. It was like, okay, well, the West is going to win every year, you know, but I I, honestly like I felt like that was more fun to watch watching like your conference versus the other conference because you have like some pride. Right. Like you're like, well, the West is way better yeah. than the East. And this is my chance to kind of prove it. And sometimes the players, if you guys remember, like the late 90s, all star games uh, in early 2000s, they cared like they actually cared a lot about representing their conference. Uh, so I would love to keep the same scoring format, but I'd love for it to go back to the East versus West. You know, I, I feel like that would be kind of the best of both worlds, you know?
0: Yeah. You know, it's it's and that's a really good point, too, because it's but here's the over the overarching. Issue that you have to overcome is making it mean something to these guys, yeah. right? Like and yeah, that's yeah. just it. So like back in the day, though, you had so like you had really, really competitive guys. You had guys like yeah. Jordan that just like every time he stepped on the court, it didn't matter. He just wanted to win that game. He just yeah. he was going to win, you know. And yeah. you, you have a few guys that are sort of like that, but like Kobe I mean, was that way too. Kobe was Kobe that was way. That Kevin way. Garnett so. was like yeah. that, yeah. You know where it was just like he's not giving oh. it up. But then you have like like Giannis is a monster when he wants to beat you. But to get him to just care so much about going out there and not have fun with it is like, you know what I mean? I, I don't know what incentive you give across the board where there's it's there's guys that are happy to be there. You know what I mean? Like like Pascal Siakam's not going to come out in an, his first All-Star game and just be like, well, oh, we're going to crush you guys. So what yeah. is the incentive? There's no money. Money can't be it, right? The charity be- aspect is fun. It adds more fun to the to it. The fantasy part of being like, that I, I think they tried for a minute um but the, you know the leadership i don't know you need you need a different sort of dna in it like what What are you going to add to it to make it matter that this is this is like it's all just got to be about all balls here right it's got to be about what well, you ragged could ragged do i
2: mean if you really want <coughs> to entice the players you could do with the baseball what, what mlb does yeah, you home, could make home. the winner of the all-star game get home court in the finals well you t- know, you t- t- team lebron ball. gets home court against team Giannis. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Perfect. East, well, you would have to go back to the East versus East West model. model right yeah, yeah. I mean you'd are. have to. So yeah, yeah. anyway, I don't know what it could be, guys, back.
0: but I don't know where we're going. But all I know is that we got a second half of an NBA season to get through and we gotta put sure some do. money. We gotta put a money where our mouth is here. You know, it's a tough thing to do is to bet futures early on in the season. NBA maybe though, one of the easiest to not the it's not easy to do it, but one of the one of the easiest to bet on in terms of like looking at a team at the beginning of the season and where they land at the end of the season, especially for getting value, it's just because of the format of the league, um, how free agency and, hard, and the and the and the salary cap works that you can just go, oh yeah, I think the Clippers are probably going to be there, and placing a bet on them is actually a pretty good bet to do before the season even starts. Um, but there's always some adjustments. And uh, second half of the season, you really get to filter in who's going where and who's doing what. Now, last week, we talked about who we think is coming out of the East and the West, who we think could probably win the NBA championship. Go back and listen to that show if you want to get a bit more insight on that. But betonline.ag has some more interesting NBA playoff special props. And these are who might not win or make the playoffs at all. Not just win the championship, but who, who will and who won't. Um, it is the teams that are like bubble teams that could and can There's some great value in there. And then we can bet against kind of our instincts. You know, where we go that there's like the top, you know, the, the, the top dogs in each conference. I think between the three of us, we didn't have a lot of discrepancy of who we think's going to, I mean, especially unless the Hawks do it somehow. Um, at $7 billion to one.
2: Um, and Sean, hey, and, Bet uh, Sean, online added that futures prop. And Sean makes an insane amount
0: of money it. off it. But besides that, we were fairly aligned in where we landed on this. Um, but here's, here's some interesting um, uh, props at, at BetOnline.ag in their NBA playoff specials section. Um, we can just decide whether it's a Lakers, Clippers, or Bucks team, which we all basically agreed are going to be in the finals, at least not winning, um, or the entire field. Sean, you 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 talked a lot about the Atlanta Hawks at 880 to 800 to 1 to do this here. Now you've got a good bet at -280 that either the Lakers, the Clippers, or the Bucks are going to win the NBA title or at +240, you've got any other team on the uh on the board. Any other team can do it.
2: Yeah. You see, the problem is I don't think the Bucks get there. Um, but I do think that the Lakers are Clippers do. So it's, it's tough because, you know, then I would have to, for, for me to win this bet, logically, I'd have to have somebody come out of the East and win the championship. And I think it's going to come out of the West this year. So it's, it's going to be a boring answer for me. Uh, I'll take the Lakers Clippers and bucks, but I don't want 280 on taking a three team race to win the championship. So I'm going to stay away from this bet kind of altogether. Uh, and, and to clarify, I said the Atlanta Bucks would make the playoffs. I said that they could win the championship. But I like I actually like them to make the playoffs. We'll talk about that in a little bit. We don't want to, you know, give away too much. We already talked about the Hawks enough on last week's podcast. Uh, but I still like my Hawks to make the playoffs. And I think some people over at Bet Online might have been listening to last week's show because all of a sudden, there's a new prop up that says, will the <laughs> Atlanta Hawks make the playoffs? Maybe we'll
0: talk about that next. <laughs> we can. Hey, uh, Eric, talk to me about this here. We, we both agreed it was like Lakers or Clippers coming out of the West. And basically, it's the Bucks to lose coming out of the East. Uh, even more so the Bucks to lose coming out of the East. Uh, them or the field?
1: I think this is a sneaky, amazingly good bet to bet on. Yes, it's one of those three teams to win the title. Because one, I think... The NBA Finals will likely be the Bucks against either the Lakers or Clippers. But in the world where you know the Lakers make the NBA Finals or the Clippers make the NBA Finals, and they're not playing the Bucks, they'll be a gigantic favorite. And the opposite, if it's the Bucks in the NBA Finals somehow not playing the Lakers or Clippers, they'll be a huge favorite over like the Nuggets or the Rockets. So I think that one, you probably lock in a win right when you get to the finals because you know two of those teams are playing each other. But if you All you need is one team left, and if none of your other teams are remaining, you're going to be a giant favorite to win. I mean, imagine the Lakers playing, just call anybody, it Miami Anybody Heat.
0: but the Bucks.
1: yeah. Yeah, the Miami Heat make the finals somehow. Well, the Lakers are going to be way higher than minus 280 to win that series. So I actually really, really love minus 280 on yes. I, I think the Bucks do make it out of the East, and if they don't, you're still just giant favorites with the Lakers or Clippers over, I don't know, Pascal Siakam and the Raptors. Like, there's no Kawhi Leonard in, in, there anymore. Uh, I, I love this. I think it's fantastic. Yeah,
0: it's 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 definitely wild. Um, I, I love that bet too. I love where where your head's at there because it's 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 it's, it's, too, it's too risky risky to think of it any so other it any way. way. Um, okay, um, so let's talk about. Do um, you think how about an LA team? Um, just winning it because because the the yes is plus two twenty five right now it's it's just i, a, I like the you get money you get money on an la team here you get a plus 125 for either the clippers or the lakers winning it
1: right now. Yeah. it's a good bet i go the opposite way like to me only one of my two teams can make the finals and uh, you need an la team to make the finals and then they have to win it like so i'd rather just wait see who makes it and i if i get the lakers versus bucks clippers versus bucks I can decide then. But if somehow my LA teams get knocked out, I don't have uh, Milwaukee come out of the East to save me. So uh, that, that worries me a little bit. What do, what do you think, Sean?
2: Yeah, not at all. Um, I like this bet a lot better than the other one. And I'll even go one step further. Instead of making it kind of this general vague, is it going to be the Lakers, the Clippers, or the Bucs? You know, and now talking about it, is it going to be a team from LA? Why not just go one step further and talk about my favorite to win the championship? And I think a lot of other people's favorite, the Lakers. Right now, I'm on bet online the Lakers to win the 2020 NBA championship sitting at a plus 275. I mean, that's a really good line. Uh, I, I like it. I like it a lot. And they are, I mean, my team. I think that the Kobe narrative does play out. I can already see the headlines after they win the championship. This one's for Kobe. You know, you can see all the headlines way in advance, and I think that it does play out that way. So I don't mind it plus 275 for the Lakers to win the, the championship this year. Okay. Right. I, yeah, right. I love
0: it too. I, I, I'm i all over the just an L.A. team. I think just getting a plus number in there just makes me really, really happy to just I, – I agree. I th- But I think if they come out, I think one of those teams still beats the Bucs. I, I just do. It depends what they come in. Hey, let's talk about these, uh, these bubble teams. Let's talk about these teams that uh, might – or might not make the playoffs. We've let's there's a there's a bunch of like you know fringe teams right now in the in the NBA. Of course, every single team basically makes the playoffs. Um, it's just kind of how it goes. Um, you've got uh, teams in the in the East uh, who are just hanging around like like the Nets, the Magic, Wizards. I mean, you know these teams that are basically hovering around five hundred um, that that have a shot to kind of make it are we seeing any value in either of those out west you've got i don't know like the grizzlies or the blazers uh, you know the uh, maybe not the spurs i might not go that far I'm not that crazy but you know what i mean there's teams like those those four there that are like literally on the fringe there i'm loving i'll start with the blazers blazers they they right now are minus 240 to miss the playoffs i think they've got a pretty good if they can get their shit together a pretty good chance um at plus 200 to sneak into the playoffs um, this season, just just right at the end. Um, I love I love a plus two hundred on that team right now because I think they they're gonna get a bit better as, they stay, as long as they stay healthy. But I think they can, and they're getting
1: healthier anyway. Four games back from the Grizzlies from for the eighth seed, mm-hmm. the Blazers are currently the ninth seed in the West. Right. And did you know the Memphis Grizzlies have the hardest remaining yeah, schedule, the the schedule? Yeah, toughest strength of the entire NBA. And that really is going to be their death nail. They have the the highest uh, opponent winning percentage left in the entire league. Nobody else has to play a harder schedule. They also have more, way more road games than home games r- remaining. So I think the Grizzlies are in a bad spot to make the playoffs. I mean, they got a lot of young kid. They've had a great season, but totally twenty nine home games, twenty five away games have the hardest remaining win percentage in the league. They are probably going to wind up missing the playoffs, and um, they're actually favored to miss the playoffs. So if you see that, man, the Blazers at twenty-five and thirty-one. If you think uh, the Spurs are done, D, that that's very very appealing. Uh, getting plus money on something we we think might might probably happen.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I yeah, I love
1: I love that idea. That's a good little combo there.
0: Um, if you if you're just sitting, the you know, Grizzlies hitting ahead of the Blazers, the Blazers just a scooch in there. Um, and the Grizzlies disappear, that even makes more credence to my philosophy that the Blazers can at plus 200 still make the playoffs. Fife, you have any input in
2: that? Absolutely. Uh, let's talk about the other side of the spectrum here really quick. Eric talked about the, the Grizzlies having a, a 55 average percent win win rate against the remaining teams that they're going to be playing in the second half. Let's talk about the team that has the easiest road in the second half. It's the New Orleans Pelicans, and they also just got back Zion, just in case you guys didn't know, he's going to be back at full strength and growing minutes every single night. He has been over the last, I think he's played nine games. Uh, In the NBA, he's been on a tear. This team is going to be trending in the right direction. And I really believe in the Pelicans roster. I love Drew Holiday. I think he's fantastic. Brandon Ingram literally was an all-star this year. He's been playing at an all-star caliber. Lonzo Ball's been playing way over his head at the point guard position, finally kind of showing what what the Lakers thought that they were getting from him in the first round. Uh, This team, and Derek Favors at center, they have a very competent starting lineup, and then their bench, they have J.J. Reddick and Josh Hart. Extremely viable pieces off the bench. I believe in New Orleans. I think that they have the most talent of any team that's not in the playoffs right now. And I'll talk just really quickly against the Blazers just really quickly. I have I have said this quite a bit. Uh, on different podcasts this season. I don't believe in the Blazers, and the reason that I don't believe in the Blazers has nothing to do with Dame. I think Dame is, is phenomenal. He's so much fun to watch, uh, and, and certainly Dame time is is a real time. He He can close a game with the best of them. With that being said, I don't believe in their depth on this team. I think that being without Zach Collins... Uh, And being without Joseph Nurkic is really going to hurt them. They went out and picked up Trevor Rees and Carmelo Anthony because of their lack of depth uh, with all these injuries. They lost Rodney Hood halfway through the season. They have no one on their bench. And if you watch Portland games, when CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard can't both be on the court at the same time, they struggle because it's literally just Dame on the court. And they can double team him the entire time that it's just him without CJ. Same could be said about CJ. So teams have kind of cued into this. And typically, always, whenever they go into these bench runs uh, with Portland, you see the other team making up part of their deficit and then wind up winning the game because of it. I I don't believe in their depth. And I'll say the complete opposite about the San Antonio Spurs. Right now, Greg Popovich is on a (laughs) a 22-year-in-a-row shot at making the playoffs. Do not count this team out. We do it every single year. We have the last three. Everyone's saying, you know, the, the streaks are online, the streaks at, you know, a huge risk this year. He's, he's going to snap the streak. He still has Marcus Aldridge and DeMar Rosen, who's been playing really well as of late. Uh, and don't forget Deontay Murray is finally getting back in full health too. So this team, the San Antonio Spurs team is extremely talented and very deep. They have Rudy Gay on the bench. They have Jakob Bertel on the bench, uh, Patty Mills. I mean, a very competent team. Uh, around their stars, around, you know, it, the the complete opposite could be said about Portland. So I, I just believe in the depth, I believe in the coaching, uh, and they're only one game back of Portland. So actually, how I see this whole thing playing out, I think the Oklahoma City Thunder fall out of the playoffs. I think the Memphis Grizzlies fall out of the playoffs. What? I think the I think that the Mavericks move up over the Oklahoma City Thunder. And then I think the Spurs and the Pelicans sneak into the 7 and 8 seed this year. I really do. I don't believe in the Oklahoma City Thunder. I refuse to. So, Eric, I heard you saying what in the background. I just yeah,
0: I, I don't believe. A, there's a squawk from Eric. Uh, I love it. And that, that value, by the way, on the Spurs right now is plus 450 at betonline.ag. Yeah, like, That's an it, insane like, number if you think, if you're that confident about it. Uh, Portland, by the way, if you feel like they're not going to make it, minus 240 to miss. So definitely a favorite to do that. And then uh, um, that Memphis uh, to make it is plus one seventy. Ton of value in there, you guys. Hey, uh Fife, Atlanta Hawks, minus fifteen thousand mm. to miss the playoffs. They make it at plus four thousand. I mean a hundred bucks, buddy. And you're you're sailing off into the sunset.
2: Yeah, we're planning cruises with the family where yeah. we're, you know, you're doing gonna, all you're kinds of personal things. Zeppelin. The, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a great time when Trey Young leads us to the the promised land here. You know, guys, all jokes aside, I'll say it one more time, and then I really want to hear Eric's thoughts on this. He he gave me a really hard time last week. This is the disconnect. This is when I have a really hard time rationalizing. The Detroit Pistons, look at all the teams ahead of them. New York Knicks, are they going to make up ground on the eighth seed? I mean, Eric, let's just go back and forth here really quickly. New York Knicks, I mean, can we just both agree, quick gloss over, there's no way that they make up any ground, right? right? Like, they're going to go in the opposite direction. Yep. Okay. Detroit Pistons. They just traded their best player in Andre Drummond, and Blake Griffin's been on the shelf for, like, the last two months. No way that they're going to make up ground, right? Probably not, correct. Charlotte Hornets, they're, you know, led by the best of all time, but he's maybe the worst general manager of all time in Michael Jordan. They just don't know how to make the playoffs. So there's no way that they're going to move anywhere, right? Yep, they're out. Okay. Chicago Bulls. Who do they even have on their roster? Zach Levine's supposed to be their superstar. They're going to lean on him to make the eighth seed? Like we're, we're, we can move on. Right. Uh, Luke Hornet. Uh, we, got plenty of, okay, time. Okay, we're up. not going to talk about, we don't have time to talk about Thad Young and Luke Hornet. We're not, we're <laughs> not doing that. Uh, Washington, <laughs> Brad, they don't make the cut John the pod, Walls, man. Right. Right. <laughs> so this is, this is where I'm going with this though. Right. The Washington wizards. i super fun team to watch. They're the fastest paced team in the NBA. They're the, the worst ranked defense in the NBA. They play, they score a ton of points but they're not going to win games because Bradley Beale's their number one option. I love him. John Wall's been out the entire season and they don't have anybody around him, right? Rui Hachibura, did y'all see that that video online where he lost to the kid in the the little um, what is it? The little like hoop the, the the you know, you guys know what I'm talking about? Like the turbo hoop shots that you you play in the arcade where oh, like it's like the side shot. by side and you shoot hey, you know and puppy shot. Hey, pop yeah. a shot. There you hey, go. Yeah, puppy shot. Yes. He really, they're supposed to be second best player behind Bradley Beal, lost to a 12 year old this, this all star weekend. So he's like, we're counting on him <laughs> to make the eighth seed. Like, come on. Um, the Orlando Magic.
0: Your you're I mean, handicapping, like, like uh, uh, critique uh, holds no bounds, Fife. Yeah, it's like everything is factored in here.
2: Yeah, like we're we get, exactly. We got to factor in the Papa Shot B. Come on. <laughs> um, anyway, the Orlando Magic—they're gonna fall out. Like it's inevitable, right? So they're not gonna be the eight seed. So this is what I'm trying to say, Eric. All the teams in between the Hawks and the Magic right now, which by the way, they're less than ten games out of that eight seed with the Orlando Magic. You don't think that they can make up ten games in the second half of the season with with Trey Young, Clint Capella, and John Collins healthy? Like, come on, man. I, I don't think it's crazy. I really I just, don't.
1: I just don't know what type of drugs you've been taking recently. and that's, uh, Well, that's I another thing. We have to handicap the handicapper. because uh, What's going on over there? <laughs>
0: with but, what you have. Hey, guys, I got one last uh, round here. A uh, question for you. Hey, is a number one seed going to win the NBA championship, Eric Rosenthal? The number one seed. I team? am
1: not betting on guests because the Clippers will not be the number yeah. one seed in the West. And I am not betting on any team to win the NBA finals if it doesn't include the – All-star game MVP in Kawhi Leonard, the former last year finals MVP in Kawhi Leonard. There is no way I am betting yes on that. I I don't think no is the correct side either, but there is no way you can bet yes and not get the Clippers uh, who can easily beat any team
2: in the league.
0: A no right now will give you a plus 100. Fife, will the number two seeded team win the NBA championship?
2: I don't think the Clippers will even be the two seed, and I talked about it last week. I think the Clippers slide down to like the four or five because they just don't care. And Paul George, by the way, just got hurt the last game before the All-Star break uh, against the Celtics on that Thursday night game. Paul George has been battling injuries all season, so like they're going to take their time with Paul George, and they're probably not going to play him on back-to-backs. I could easily see Eric's whole, whole theory here playing out. It could be you know the Clippers with the four or the five seed, which would mean... You know, like he said, I, I could see them winning the championships. I don't like betting on the number one seed to win. I don't like betting on the number two seed to win. Honestly, I'm going to stay as far away from from these two bets as I can.
0: Yeah, the seating gets really funky, uh, you know, near the end of the season when guys are are uh, when they got some miles under them. Uh, great stuff, you guys. Uh, hell of a show, folks. If you uh, loved what you heard, well, make sure you subscribe to us. We're available on Spotify and iTunes Podcasts. We're available at UnderReviewShow.com. You can get us at uh, at Podcast One um, uh, Podcast Media Network work We're available everywhere. Um, join us and we will lead you to the promised land. Um, of course, betonline.ag. Um, head there. Use the promo code review. Get um, extra bonus on your deposit to bet on the NBA. The second half of the season, we're going to be here the entire time with you, helping you handicap through to the end of the season. I'm D on behalf of uh, Eric Rosenthal and Sean Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer, have yourselves a fantastic week, adios, muchachos.